Dr. Joe Eastman is our COVID modeling expert. Uh, he is, uh, of course, he is, he's, he's incredibly smart. He's worked with NASA. He's worked with the LTER. He's also worked with Colorado State University, part of currently part of the University of Texas Austin COVID modeling team. And uh, we're going to start out with this, uh, Joe. Uh, Doc, you basically, you've been working with what organization now, uh, helping with their modeling too? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called the World Health Network. It was uh, founded by uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Tigelding who you often see on uh, television and different shows. I consider him one of the best epidemiologists in the, in the world. And um, he, um, he founded this network. We're all volunteer, and uh, it's, uh, it's pretty satisfying work. Uh, we're doing some pretty cutting-edge stuff right now with people across the globe. Yeah, so I get a lot of different perspectives in this type of work, which I really enjoy. Uh, what 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 it, what it sounded like a little bit, uh, Doctor Joe, is that it was you, you you. This is kind of one of those things where he brought you in. It's like, oh, you you know, and, and I'm going to paraphrase. Wow, you're really smart, and you know what you're talking about. We need you here. <laughs> so it's a, it, 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 it's kind of a, a testament to the fact that you as you, you are insanely intelligent on this stuff. And like I said, the science, I trust the science, and you are very intelligent about this. But even when it comes to huge organizations like the World Health Network, they're even saying, yeah, we need Dr. Joe in here because his modeling seems to be far better than most others. Well, you're testing my modesty. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was really strange because this guy messages me on a thing called Slack. That's where a lot of us academics kind of communicate through. And, and <laughs> this guy touches base with me, and I'm like, who in the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he says, well, can we meet on Saturday at 1 o'clock? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool, I, whatever you want to talk about. And uh, he calls me up, and we do a Zoom meeting on Slack, and I see his face and his title, and I just realized He's the other founder of the World Health Network. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we spent over an hour just uh, kind of talking back and forth, uh, going over our physics and all kinds of things. It was it was so enjoyable. And uh, towards the end of it, he, he kind of said, well, would you be interested in kind of leading our modeling efforts here uh, at the World Health Network and, and putting together a... Uh, uh, some ideas on what we can do to help you, but also what do you think models and in, uh, in science in general can do to help people and uh, other researchers? So uh, it's a pretty big opportunity. I'm doing it for free, but uh, I don't care. It's it's very stimulating, and uh, I look forward to the opportunity, and uh, we'll see what comes of it down the road here. But, uh, I'm excited. Being exposed to, and obviously, I imagine this is what's one of the things that's nice for you as a guy that likes science and likes research and numbers, is that it exposes you to a, a database which gives you a lot more, a lot more perspective. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, right now we're creating a database that I, I think will be used by scientists throughout the world. Uh, we've been working on this now for about two and a half, three months. And uh, what we're doing is we're deriving actual uh, infections, the number of cases each day, from uh, the wastewater analysis. And um, it's, it sounds like something pretty easy to do, but it's not that trivial. And uh, 
took a lot of modeling work and uh, data experts and things, and I think we've uh, created a product that uh, is pretty exciting because you don't see that anywhere else right now. <laughs> it's just it's pretty much non-existent. What, how how many infections are going around? People want to know this stuff, you know. Yeah. That uh, gives you an idea what your chance of exposure is to uh, the the current viruses that are floating around right now. So, and did you yeah and, and did you have some moments there where when you're talking to some of these other modeling experts and some of these other in, you know incredibly intelligent people that it was like all of a sudden you realize that your your data is matching up fairly consistently. Yes, yes. Um, we we have a few warts here and there. Um, it mainly has to do with uh, which wastewater plants are reporting for a given state, and there's a couple. There's a few states in the southeast U.S. that uh, are giving us problems. But I think we might have figured it out today. I gave them some ideas, and they're working on it right now. In fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, it. it um, Right now, we're we're looking at at least uh, seven hundred thousand new cases a day of uh, COVID infections worldwide. Translate worldwide set of COVID infections seven hundred thousand yeah. a day okay. uh, are popping up, and that translates to roughly six billion people walking around uh, right now with the COVID infection, and roughly half of them don't even know they have it. So. Um, yeah, be vigilant. Be careful, please. That, now, that 700K, is, is that worldwide or that just right here in the United States? That's just the United oh, wow, States. Wow. Um, yeah, we're, we've got the database in several other countries. We have North America pretty much covered and, and quite a bit of Europe. But um, there's other nations that are coming online and realizing the potential of using wastewater for public health uh, guidance. And uh, that's exciting. It uh, is, never, I never thought this would happen. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad it is because you've been on this. You've been on this show for two and a half years now, talking about this stuff. So I'm glad people are finally realizing. Well, maybe you know it. it and and, and I, I, you, your modesty thing, you know, fine. Thank God you're here, and and people people need to understand this is not just some guy who does some number stuff. I mean, you are worldwide organizations are calling you up there near Grand Rapids and getting you as part of their teams because you are this smart at it, and it comes across at least to me that you know this is this is you are the person's you know the kind of person we should be listening to a lot more right now because everyone else seems to have a freaking agenda, and you're just looking at the numbers and saying this is numbers just don't lie on this. And now you even have more credibility because this organization seems to be backing up your numbers even further. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, and, you know, they also put me on a, a team that is in charge of uh, assimilating all the most current research and categorizing it. And uh, Because I, I go through and I spend about three to four hours every morning just scouring the journals and, and reading ones that I think are really important. And I post them and uh, post them to these other subgroups. And this, the leader of the WHN says, hey, you need to be here because you find articles that we're not seeing and we're not posting right now. So uh, would you like to join this, this task force? And I'm like, the more the barrier. I'm retired. <laughs> when, are, 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 there so, any, are there any other countries when you're talking to, to these guys and when you're doing these numbers, are there any other countries that are seeming to do, you know, I mean, United States, 700K new per, per day, 6 million people walking around with the COVID virus right now. What, are there co- other countries that are doing worse than us right now? 
Uh, well, that's, yeah, probably China <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't know because of their lack of transparency. But, um, yeah, they're, they're starting to see some stuff. One of the ladies I work with in the Netherlands is, is starting to get extremely panicked right now. And the other thing, I learned things that they were doing. You know, I always thought they were kind of ahead of us in terms of the curve and mask mandates and all that stuff. There's a lot of countries out there that went this herd mentality, herd uh, immunity mentality, which is like a 50s artifact. It's it's, it's a bunch of BS. And um, I, I can't believe countries are still doing that. Sweden was one of the leaders in that, too. And and uh, they're starting to see the uh, the catastrophic results of that. I just saw a, a, a recent article, a big survey of patients in the ICUs in, in Sweden, and almost a third of them have died after one year. Um, almost all that occurs in the first 90 days when the uh, acute symptoms are, are being tackled by your body and you're getting trying to get rid of the darn virus. So um, they're, they're really seeing some problems there uh, in terms of that. And uh, it's it's an eye-opening experience, Matt, to be able to talk to people across the world and and, and see their perspective on things. So um, it's very, very fun. Yesterday we got some good news that the – and you've been talking about this new vaccine that's been out there, the new booster shot uh, that for COVID that's being out there. The FDA did approve that. Uh, what, you know, First of all, talk about the approval, then also talk what's, – what's our timeline looking like, how this is going to get out into the public then? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got some good stuff on this. Um, yeah, mainly uh, it, it got approved by the CDC like literally about an hour ago. So um, I expect it will be available by the end of the week. And if I may, I'd like to put a little bit of a caveat on that. Okay. <laughs> because, um, you know, both the Moderna and Pfizer are, are RNA, mRNA-type vaccines. And, and those vaccines, they, they introduce an RNA sequence into the body, and that provides you instructions and tells your cells what antigens to build to fight it in the future, okay? Okay. Um, but there's there's something that I saw just just today, just uh, this afternoon, from Dr. Ding, and I'm like, holy smokes. Um, there's there's one company called Novavax that makes a, uh, it's called a protein-based uh, vaccine, and what they do is they isolate a protein from the virus, and... Uh, and introduce it to the immune system, and uh, and this is more of a traditional type of vaccine that we are used to over the years. And then there's one more kind called a recombinant vector uh, vaccine that uh, AstraZeneca and Janssen, uh, GSK, all have these these type of vaccines, but their effectiveness is not, not that great. So the reason I bring up the Novavax is when I was looking at the uh, actual data on uh, how it protects against the current circulating viruses, it was just astounding how, how good a job it does compared to what I've seen so far from the mRNA-type vaccines. So your listeners might be going, wait, now I've been taking Moderna or Pfizer now for three years. Um, does that mean I can't do this new one? And uh, no, it doesn't. 
you can get this new Novavax booster, and I think this is the route I'm going to go. And uh, just based on the data, I was extremely impressed by it. So that should also get its full approval here, like within a couple days, and and also be available to you. So ask your pharmacist if they have that available, and uh, kind of weigh the options. I'll I'll present some of the data in my newsletter today so people can decide for themselves. What to is, do. is it just something you do ask your pharmacist saying, I'm looking for the Norva, uh, Novavax uh, option and, and they'll let you know if they have it or not? Or is, you know, is it, you know, in, in this modern day American healthcare, is it something that will be available to some people because of their health insurance or others? Do you know any of the details on something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it will, it will be available to, um, all the pharmacies, whether they get it or not, I'm not too sure because, it, you know, well, it's not like we had a major uptake in the last booster, mm-hmm. and uh, this new one is heads and tails better above that, and Novavax beats of the RNA vaccines quite quite dramatically. The other thing is most of your shots now, you got to realize since we uh, quit the emergency declaration that uh, – that uh, the government's no longer buying all the shots and paying for it. Uh, you got to go through your uh, uh, insurance. But uh, right now, they, the government has a temporary stop gap, gap in place. So the insurance will cover your, your vaccination. Uh, if you're uninsured, you should be able to get it also. But I'm not sure how long that's going to last. So um, if you're uninsured, get it right now while you can for free. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, and once again, that's Novavax, N-O-V-A-V-A-X? Yeah, that's correct. All right. And, and the, it's based on the uh, XBB-1.5, which is, is still hanging around right now, too, by the way. Um, so it's, uh, it has a really nice, robust response against all the XBB uh, subvariants. So, All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited. Can you, get, <laughs> can you get that shot at the same time as getting a flu shot, or do you need to wait a few weeks? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, when you do it, it, this is a weird study I, I read uh, <laughs> about a week ago. It, it, get it injected in the same arm you used before. <laughs> I have no idea why, it's, it's, but this was a well-researched scientific article, and they showed the vaccines appeared to be more effective within confidence limits if injected into the same darn arm as before. Okay. So, yeah, it's beyond me. I I have no idea why, but, uh, yeah, that's another thing to think about when you get your jab. <laughs> uh, is there, are there any new variant threads that are out there that are of concern to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. Good. This is, it's, yeah, it's coming at me like a, like a, a storm. I mean, you know, when I first was running the model and I had just the one main virus running around, that was child's play to forecast that. I could give you a five-month notice. Hey, this thing's really going to hit us hard in, in uh, December or January. Now it's like, holy buckets. Uh, I, it, it's really difficult, and I'm striving for about a two-and-a-half to three-month notice now for the public health officials. And I, I did warn your readers, our listeners, I think it was about two to three months ago this was coming because my model is showing it, I just didn't have an idea of the magnitude of what kind of wave we were going to get. And this one, this is going to be a pretty considerable one. And we have these two new variants called HV1 and and uh, GE.1. 
and they have like a, a 25 to 30% growth advantage, uh, which means they're going to take off rather quickly. And um, once we get over this wave now because of EG5 and FL151, uh, I think on the backside of it, we're going to get nailed by these two uh, new variants that are out there. So uh, the GE.1 is derived from the XBB 2.3, and I believe the other one was from the 1.16 line of uh, XBB variants. Mm-hmm. So these these two suckers, they they not nothing to toy with either, and and uh, this they'll hit around the holiday time of you know, around Christmas and. And then we got people meeting together and, and doing all this stuff. So this could be a, a continuing mess for the next four to five months easily. Uh, one last um, thing, one last thing, really quick, if I can. You you say right now we got seven hundred thousand new cases per day, six million people walking around. Are your models showing that getting substantially higher on both of those? Yeah, like I said last time we visited, it, it, there's quite a bit of divergence, but it's starting to converge now to the point where I'm thinking we're going to possibly hit around 10 million people walking around every day with, with some some form of the variance in their system. So, um, you know, we got to slow down the load that you take in, too. Yeah. You know, and that, that's masking. There is hesitancy on part of the CDC, again, to come out with a mask mandate, and we don't know why. Um, there's a lot of things that were uncovered just recently in a tell-all book about Walensky and some of the things she did. And so I can't totally blame the Biden administration. She really messed things up for us. And I'm not sure how the new director is going to work out. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of visibility from her, and, and we should should see her more. So that's kind of where we're sitting right now. Dr. Joe, I think on behalf of of us here in Minnesota and the world, I thank God you're now you're getting more and more uh, responsibility here because your your science. I I don't think we've ever had your science ever be proven wrong. I mean, every time you've come on, it's exactly what you said it was, and that is that. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, the twins only wish they had someone that was batting that well. So you know, it's like. You know, it's it's you're, you're you're an absolute gem. I can't tell you that the World Health Network is lucky to have you. We're lucky to have you. The world is lucky to have you. I, I appreciate your time today. Uh, the the blog once again. We'll I'll put the link out to your blog so people can get that information. And also Noravax. I'm going to make sure I mention that quite. A, or Novavax, not Nova, Novavax. 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 I'll make sure I mention that uh, as much as I can because that's the one you guys want to get. And that one, by the way, really last thing, really quick. That's not been approved, but it should be approved hopefully in the next week or so. Yeah, I I, I think it will be just a few days, and we'll see that total approval too. So keep my fingers crossed, Doctor Joe Eastman, <laughs> Doctor uh, Doctor Joe. Thank you. I appreciate the time as always. I appreciate the information, and and th- and I look forward to chatting with you. Hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully with better news before too long. Okay. All right. Thank you, brother. You have a good evening.